Hi everybody and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today we're going to be talking about the word that you need to look out for if you want to avoid ending up with another anxious or closed-minded woman. And um, what, uh, I don't know, I can't, I'm not doing the intro. I hate the, I, I like talking. I don't like small talk of any kind unless it's just completely tangential and then, you know, kind of interesting or funny, at least to me. Um, but anyway, before we dive into the meat of this, as I would like to do, please do subscribe. The most recent one was about why uh, your wife fantasizes about other men in the off chance that you're one of the 99.99 percent of males in this situation. Um, okay, so why do men get divorced? Women initiate most divorces, but I've had podcasts on why men initiate divorce, and one of the big reasons is because the wife is anxious and closed-minded. This is not just in the bedroom. Guys are not actually that shallow. Um, they usually don't leave just based on sex. Not that that would be shallow, but you know what I mean. It's usually not just based on one thing of any sort. Well, the woman who's closed-minded and anxious in the bedroom is usually closed-minded and anxious when parenting and uh, when socializing and when making financial choices and everything else. It's a personality trait. And it's one of the few that men find aversive enough that they will actually um, initiate divorce. So then when they're back on the dating market, they usually uh, want to look out for this. You know, they usually don't want to end up in a situation where somebody's very constricted and anxious. And of course, women don't want to do this either, but there are higher rates of anxiety in men sorry, in women, what's wrong with me? Um, and so I will get at the end to what the equivalent is in males if you're looking for the uh, language that males use to indicate that they are anxious and closed-minded, we'll get to that. But first we're gonna look at this in women, the words that women use because women are more anxious, they have higher rates of anxiety. And uh, this isn't to say that anxious people are bad or don't deserve to get married or anything. I'm just trying to help the people who are similar to my clients uh, not get into a situation with somebody that they are not ultimately compatible with, which in the long term is much kinder to women who are anxious and closed-minded, such that they do not have uh, beginnings of relationships that then end when the guy realizes it and they end after more time in which the woman becomes more invested. Right? So, so it's better for everybody, for all human beings, to be aware of what their deal breakers are early on so that they don't get into relationships and get people's hopes up before eventually they don't stay in those relationships and leave the person disappointed. Okay, so what's my key word? You know, what was the price of admission here? Well, it was free, so I could, I could filibuster as long as I would like. Ethically, I could say whole bunch of shit because y'all didn't pay for this at all. But I'll be nice. The word is comfortable. Comfortable. You're like, what do you mean? Comfortable? Well, let me give you some examples then. So if you say something like, um, oh, like, uh, want to try some uh, Vietnamese food? It's near me. And she's like, I'm not comfortable going close to you on a first date, like driving to where you are or something. Okay. Um, what about if you say, I don't know, like, do you travel a lot? And she's like, well, since COVID, I'm not comfortable with travel. 
assuming that you're somebody who travels. And all of this, by the way, like if you don't give a shit and you're like fine with dating somebody who's anxious because you're pretty anxious and you think that people who like take risks in this world are fucking dangerous and weird and you do not want to end up with one of those crazy motherfuckers, then disregard everything and just fast forward to my next podcast. But um, this is for the many, many men that I interact with as clients who do not ever want to be with somebody who is much, much more close-minded and rigid than they are. So um, what would be another example? Well, literally anything in bed. I mean, if it's a honeymoon stage, she's not comfortable with this, she's not comfortable with that, shit, where do you think that's going? You think that's going to get better? Like a lot of guys actually do because of the word, comfortable. So they think that there's a level of comfort, definitionally, that the woman could get to, that they could, and here's, here's the cognitive misstep, that they could foster a level of comfort that they could create unilaterally that would make the woman more comfortable with driving toward to his neighborhood or with, you know, giving him a blowjob or with travel or with anything, you know? So, but this is wrong. What she's basically doing is telling you, it's a, it's a code word, which she's not aware of. There's no world in which she's like, oh, you know, I'm like totally anxious and rigid, but instead of, you know, working on that or even understanding it, what I'm going to do is uh, transmit this via code that only Dr. Psych Mom knows. No, this isn't, you know, that that's not going on at all. But what's happening is there, there is been a cultural shift and I discussed this interestingly in the prior podcast about uh, how likely it is for adult children nowadays to become estranged from parents who make them feel uncomfortable in any way. Uh, Comfort is like a huge thing now but not for everybody. As I always discuss, there's a normal distribution of human behavior. So some people are like, man, people talking a lot about boundaries nowadays. That's interesting. And some people are like, ha, finally, finally the world understands that I feel nearly immobilized by anxiety and discomfort. And finally, I feel validated that this is like a cultural phenomenon. Yes, as many boundaries as I can assert, I now will. Thank God. Right? So you don't want to end up with those people if you are an open mind sort of adventurous fellow that uh, likes to, you know, do shit in the world, right? Uh, unfettered by anxiety and rigidity. So this comfort thing is super key to understanding it. So um, I, I go on Reddit sometimes that for some reason, and this, is, this sounds uh, funny first, but I'm on the Tinder Reddit a lot. Now that's not a Tinder Reddit where people share their Tinders because I am happily married, but it's a uh, funny stuff about um, where people screenshot the interactions that they have on Tinder, which is fucking hilarious because, of course, what do I work with? Relationships. And most relationships start out with dating um, online, as I discuss. And so these early interactions are things that I help clients interpret. And that's basically what people are doing on this. So they screenshot an interaction and then, uh, you know, they crowdsource what people think about it. So um, so this one guy, I got to do this from memory because I don't actually screenshot this stuff. But um, he says something like, I'm real excited for our date tonight. And the woman's like, me too. And he's like, prove it, winky face, right? So, I mean, I'm not a young person, but even I understand that this would mean in a best wildest case scenario, she would post some sort of picture of her being physically excited by this. Or she could just be like, ha ha, right? But she didn't do either one of those. She said, 
I don't have to prove anything to you. I'm not comfortable with you saying that. <laughs> so then this poor dude, who's probably like, you know, 24, posted like, was I wrong? Did I say something creepy? And then, of course, she promptly unmatched him. So there was no, oh, no, 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 I'm wrong. He apologized as, of course, you know, you would if you're basically called like a creep implicitly. And he was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean anything. I didn't mean to weird you out. And she's like, no, I just think it's better that we don't meet. And then she unmatched matched him. So she canceled the date and unmatched him because he made this vaguely sexual innuendo, right? I don't think that he really expected like a a uh, vagina picture of her being like excited, but I mean, like, like it was a joke, you know what I mean? But she said that it was uncomfortable for her, and then she said like I don't have to prove anything to you. So this guy, you know, it, it this he his nothing better could have happened in his life than dodging this bullet, right? Of this person who has like such closed off rigid boundaries and such an anxious negativistic worldview that she would perceive this comment to be threatening and um, uh, and discomfort provoking, right? I mean, thank God that this dude got out of that. Thank God he said it. Like that's the best case scenario. But like it, it made me, it spurred me to create this podcast episode because this sort Sort of interaction happens so frequently when I hear like like that guys say oh well she won't do this and she won't do that and she won't do this but you know what when she gets comfortable with me man she's never gonna get comfortable with you because she's not comfortable in the world comfort isn't a thing for her she is in a very anxious rigid stance in which she is in warring opposition with various um, <laughs> scary things that accost her at all turns throughout her life and while I feel tremendous sympathy for anxious people and love to work with them and help them with anxiety, particularly if they're parents, because as I've said numerous times, I grew up in a very anxious, constricted household. So this no shit why I became a psychologist, right? But um, this super hurts your kids. They develop anxiety disorders. They have a negative worldview. They have to work really hard to change that, you know, and then once you change it, of course, you want to help everybody else change it like me. But but um, anyway, I, I love to work with anxious people, but I also love to pe to help people have healthy relationships. And don't and these women, you don't know if they're in therapy, you don't know if they know that they're anxious or rigid. Stay away. If comfort and boundaries, I've done the podcast episode on the cult of preferences and boundaries. If somebody's talking about all their boundaries right away get out. This is not going to be a laid back, flexible person. This person is prioritizing them over basically new experiences, like staying in their comfort zone, like the, the, the rigid constraints of their existing personality over exploration and growth, you know? And does this mean that uh, the girl that you date, the woman that you date, uh, has to want to drive to your neighborhood for Vietnamese food? Fuck no, definitely not. But um, I would a thousand times more uh, encourage you to date a woman who is like, I'm not driving 15 miles to, for a guy that I just met. Why don't you come to me? You know, cool. You got um, some healthy self-esteem there. You understand that, like, you know, there's a lot of guys out there and uh, you don't want to take X amount of time away from your kids or pay a babysitter for like a dude that you may not even click with. Okay. You know, women can do that sort of thing in the dating marketplace, at least at first, you know. Fine, that's a choice, but that's not somebody who's scared of you that thinks that you're a serial killer. Those are two different women, you know? And if you, if you also like very much want a woman who's always gonna do things your way, 
then don't even date the first woman. Don't date, just only literally date the women that will drive to you. I mean, you're allowed to make any choices that you want when dating. If you have too many choices, of course, you'll end up with nobody. So you got to pick your things. Like most guys that I talk to that are divorced would rather a woman that confidently doesn't want to waste her time before she has ever met you than a woman who is scared that you will somehow do something that uh, goes across her boundaries by virtue of her being closer to your house or what have you. Fear. Fear, there, there should not be a lot of fear in your initial interactions. If there is, then that is the red flag that there will be uh, levels of anxiety later on. And you will always be able to go back and be like, why am I stupid that she's talking, she's literally saying the word scared, comfort, boundaries, all these things at first, and I somehow think that she's going to be flexible, laid back, and cool. Not cool, like, you know, like, uh, you know, chill <laughs> or what, whatever, you know, I mean, they don't have to be chill in as much as, um, you know, super laid back. They just cannot be terrified of the world for most men to be attracted, you know, long-term. Now, I promise you that I would also talk about what are signs that men uh, are going to be rigid and anxious. Well, men don't usually say comfortable because they're just not as scared of the world. They do not think there's any possibility that you are going to roofie their drink on a first date or that you are going to f physically force them into a car and take them home and murder them. They just don't think that. This Again, there are realities of, of gender. So men don't usually say, I am not comfortable with doing XYZ. However, However, they, they got a lot of preferences. They got loads of preferences. So if you say you want sushi, they'll be the guy who doesn't eat sushi. He doesn't try sushi. If you say it'd be nice to go to a show, he doesn't like that kind of music. If you say that you have to switch the time of the meeting to a different time, he can no longer do it. Get out. Get out. Life is too short to be with Mr. Negative. And the negativity is usually stemming from anxiety and an inability to get outside the comfort zone. Same as with the women. But the women use a rhetoric of fear um, and the men don't because that's just a gender difference. Men are generally not as scared that a terrible thing will happen, but an anxious, uh, or for like safety reasons, but a man can be scared that he will be distressed and uncomfortable by going outside of his comfort zone. He's not gonna use the word comfort though. He's gonna act as though he's like this alpha that can make certain decisions, but in reality, he's just showing that he's inflexible and inflexibility is always linked, linked to anxiety. You know, and I have my OCPD uh, podcast, like OCPD, Are You Rigid As Fuck? And, um, you know, a lot of men with OCPD, uh, which is, you know, not super prevalent, but people can have traits, everything's along the spectrum. Men with OCPD, they, they show this really early in dating, but usually they end up with people-pleasing women who are like, oh, well, I mean, it's good that he has opinions, you know, that that's fine. No, he doesn't need opinions about everything. He should not have opinions about where you eat on the first date. It would be nice if he picked a nice restaurant, but if you say you're in the mood for sushi and he just, and he says, no, I don't eat it. There is zero way I will go to sushi. What, what the hell? So the women that will continue, by the way, to be, to interact with these guys are women who had a rigid caregiver in their family of origin and this shit is familiar to them. To dance on eggshells around a difficult person is familiar. So they'll be like, oh, okay, no problem we don't eat sushi I never eat to eat sushi again that's fine sushi sucks no like sushi that's your thing you like it you don't have to go to sushi but you don't want somebody who's never going to go to sushi with you ever because why life is too short for that so open-mindedness in general is the trait that most people in second marriages 
really need to be looking for because women who do initiate divorce at um, higher rates than men also frequently divorce because the man is closed-minded. So this is generally a thing, you know, that people divorce for. With men, it's one of the few reasons why they initiate divorce. Um, and with women, it's one of the many. <laughs> but... Um, you know, and, and there are just the, the, the ones that I talk about in general, if that piqued your interest, I talk about reasons women initiate divorce in a different podcast. But in general, like women don't like men who are afraid of growth and change, which is literally exactly what I'm talking about, or who in any way are, you know, kind of uh, difficult and mean and in, in any way emotionally or otherwise uh, abusive. I mean, I don't want to use the word abusive when it's not, but women will get to a place where they divorce at a certain age after they go back and they realize, oh, wait, he's always looking down on me. He's always talking to me like I don't know anything. And while they won't divorce when they're young, then when they're older, they have more confidence and they'll get out of that situation pretty quick. Of course, it's a super big red flag for a guy to in any way demean or diminish you uh, in early interactions. Just get out of that. I mean, quickly. Don't try to prove him different or say that you, you know, maybe he's having a bad day. No, if there's any, any like nasty kind of comment about your looks or about anything, certainly get out of Dodge immediately. But anyway, that's uh, an aside. In general, the comfort zone, not going outside your comfort zone, not being comfortable, uh, a, a fear sort of mentality, a victim mentality, not, none of it is good for eventually ending up with an open-minded and more you know, open to the world, adventurous, not adventurous like bungee jumping, but you know what I mean. Somebody who will just go to any restaurant, you know. <laughs> uh, that's like most men after the first marriage has ended, they got a kind of low bar for what it means for a woman to be easy to deal with. Basically, she just, you know, can't hate them and needs to be open to experiences, including sex. So, Make sure that you hit those things because it is a low bar, but there are women that, that really do not allow you to meet that, those criteria, right, in your next partner. All right, hopefully you found this interesting, and I will talk to you all soon. Bye-bye.